All right, yeah, so, so the word ego. Oh, now, before reading that, what would you say that your definition of reading, I mean, what would you say that your definition of ego would possibly be, let's say, in the black community? Like I said, ego is how you characterize it. It's one's feeling of how they characterize themselves. So, I mean... As far as the black community, what do you mean? Like, how do I feel like people feel like their ego should be tailored like, to be you in got the people that feel like, oh, you got a big ego. You need to lower that ego down. Stuff like that. So that's ignorance. Because if you knew the definition of the word, you wouldn't, you wouldn't use the word in that sense. If you knew the, defin the actual definition. So ego is the way someone feels about themselves. So when they say, oh, you have a big ego, and they're basically trying to tell you that you're arrogant, but they're not saying the right word. They feel like you're coming off and across very arrogant. Arrogant is a descriptive word. It's adjective is a word describing behavior. So the correct way that you would say that would be you're coming off very arrogant. You need to lower yourself. Now, there's a difference between ego, the way you feel about yourself, leads to the arrogance. Arrogant means having a revealing and exaggerated sense of one's own importance or abilities. That's what I they mean when that. they say that you have a big ego, is that they're trying to say that you're coming off very arrogant. Now, there's a difference between being arrogant and confidence. All right, let's go back to ego, though. Ego means a person's sense of self-esteem or self-importance. A boost, oh no, it says it right there, boosting my ego. A lot of people try to be like, oh, you got a big ego, you need to lower your ego some. When all ego means is that you evaluate yourself. You say, hey, I'm this person and I'm going to live like this. But being ego, but in the quote unquote having a big ego, that turns into, I feel like you can, it's one thing to know that you're the shit, right? Like, I'm the shit, nobody can't say nothing because I'm that bitch. But when, why that do you woman. feel to constantly have to express that? That's where the arrogance comes out. It's, it's okay to know that you're pretty, to know that you're smart, but why do you have to constantly express that out to people? But when you, when you say express, very, you mean like talk to people, tell people about it? Or how you carry yourself? How you carry yourself. Like, it's one thing. Like how you dress and stuff? No, because you can dress nice and don't come yeah, off. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with dressing You nice. can dress nice and don't come off arrogant. When you start coming off that way and they say you have a big ego. Well, what do you mean coming off? What are you doing when you're coming off? I'm not the, when, they, it's, when they try to say you're having, you have a big ego, what they're saying is you come, you're in a sense of bragging. Like, oh, I'm smart. and no, like You're coming off as you're the smartest person in the room. You're the most important person in the room, and but you're you're not in your own mind. Yeah, you are, but you're not in everybody else's mind. So you're coming off very with a big ego. And that's what people would say, but they they don't even look up these words. I feel like most people don't even look up words. They just say whatever they feel like it. What? And it's funny. I just had to have a conversation with. 
the younger generation about it. If you don't know what you're saying. What, your brother? No, with my cousin. She was saying certain things. I told her, if you don't know what you're saying, then don't say it. If you, if you have no clue what you're saying, you're just saying it because it sounds right or because someone else said it or because they made it when they said it, it seems smart or whatever. If you don't know specifically the meaning behind what you're saying, don't say it. Because that's where a lot of miscommunication comes from. Because, like, if I call someone ignorant, they're going to take so much offense to that, but you shouldn't. Because all ignorant means is you don't know. And if you knew what the word ignorant meant, you wouldn't get so offended and hostile about it. Yeah. So that's where a lot of just miscommunication comes from because people are very ignorant. But it's not our fault that we're ignorant. Schools don't teach what they're supposed to teach. And we've gotten into this kind of, well, most people. You have those We're who in don't. a retarded state. You have, right. You have those people who, if it's not, if I don't have to learn it, or if I don't have to look it up, I'm not going to look it up. of humanity uh yeah a lot of people i was saying the other day don't even know about their network right and i'm reading this definition from the mac dictionary the mac dictionary application it says a group or a system of interconnected people or things a trade network and most people that i know about aren't really trying to get you no know, money traded and things like that uh, with each other or using economics. Economics meaning, uh, what else is in this book? Economics means something. And it's in this book. Now, if I could just find it real quick, that would be a good thing. Look it up. Hey, can you look up uh, economics real quick? It's a social science that studies the production, distribution, and consumption of goods and services. All right. So the production, the consumption of goods and services. Hey, how you doing? How can I help? Ain't that what you just told me? Yeah. So how do you get two different definitions? <laughs> so this is the one from the book, and the other one was the one probably from I don't know some other website. But yeah. Well, no, they actually they require them to teach an economics class now, personal finance. That's not going to do anything. Econ, econ and, and no, that one, I can tell you right now, that class honestly depends on what kind of teacher you have teaching it. If you had the teacher I had a high school teaching it, you actually learn shit. She told you how to read a check, how to write a check. She told you how to look at it. She told you how to watch the stock market. She told you a lot of things that you normally wouldn't get, but if you didn't have her, then the whole econ and personal finance class was a total fucking waste of time. Yeah, I like, know. I watched how she taught first time. Another teacher taught the same fucking class. And it baffled me. Hmm. 
Hey, bro, and when I asked him why he didn't mention this and mention this and mention this, he got mad at me. Hmm. And my teacher asked me when I went back to her class, she asked me, she said, why did you go in there and harass him like that? I said, because it don't make no sense. Like, I teach in the same class, but the same information isn't being given. Right. That don't make sense. Especially if y'all supposed to have lesson plans and all this stuff that y'all supposed to be working on, there should be no reason why the same information isn't taught. I told her what's sad is I could you could give the same test and his kids have failed and years have passed, but y'all supposed to be teaching the same stuff. That's terrible. Don't make no sense. It shows you who actually cares about their job, who cares about the impact that they're making in America, it just, it teaches you a lot. It teaches you, it shows you what teachers have given up. A lot of them. And which are, you like, <laughs> I, made the, I made a joke, I was like, you can tell the new teachers from the ones that's been here for a minute by the way that they teach. I bet, so now we have confirmed what economics is, right? Economics is the science in which a people consume, a people produce, and transfer wealth. Having taken this definition into consideration, we can clearly see that our people are displaced economically, right? Right. All right, so let me read this before I go into something else. Uh, he said, I have an interest in how Exactly, my people produce, consume, and transfer their wealth, right? Here, it says the same thing. According to the dictionary app that's found on the Mac, economics is the branch of knowledge concerned with the production, consumption, and transfer of wealth. This is what I'm concerned with when it comes to my people. Money is only a small and colorable aspect to what exactly I'm teaching. Now here it says, uh, granted this disproportionate ratio, one can safely surmise that there is very little money that will be transferred amongst our people with others, or even ourselves for this matter. Most people don't shop black. You have to tell people to shop black. Pablo is suddenly uh, more expensive, though. It's like Dollar Tree. Everything in Dollar Tree is supposed to be a dollar, but plus tax. How is a dollar twenty-five plus yeah, tax? Yeah, it's a dollar twenty-five now. They gotta pay people. All right, so boom, right? According to this disproportionate ratio, one can safely surmise that there is very little money that will be transferred amongst our people with others or even ourselves. For this matter, the average brother or sister identifies saving as putting money aside for an unanticipated shortcoming. While others of our community also identify saving as putting money aside so that one can pay their bills in the near future. In order for us to succeed, we will have to make two very key words synonymous with each other. These two words that I am making mention of are saving and investing. There is only one true way to save, and that is through investing. Are you walking with me thus far? Mm -hmm. No, I am. I'm listening. Continue to hold my hand while... Okay, I'm not going to read that. <laughs> no. 
And I'm going to read this over. Now, we have confirmed what economics is. Economics is the science in which a people consume, produce, and transfers their wealth. Having taken this definition into consideration, we can clearly see that our people are displaced economically. We, uh, we consume more than we produce, therefore there's no wealth to transfer amongst us. The little bit of money that we do have, we give it back to the foreign race, the first chance that we get. Does that make sense to you? People are very quick to spend money, but not anything that's going to impact or help their community. So we'll go out and spend money on Louis Vuitton and stuff like that versus a black-owned business who makes really decent products as well for cheaper. Um, is that the... Kind of, kind of. I mean, it's not the wrong buying Louis, but at the same time, you got to support yourself, too. You got to support yourself, too. They be like they're going to hit the freaking door. Hmm. And they be pulling up like you're supposed to be driving on the sidewalk. Hmm. I'm going to go back over a little bit of it. It said, our people are displaced economically because we consume more than we produce. So people buy more, more than they well, people they spend more. their money more than what they buy in investments. They take more than they give out. Take more than what they give out. That too. That's that's part of the consuming. People rather take more than produce. Right. So, therefore, there's no wealth to transfer. So we're disproportionately economically uh, disrupt. What little bit of money we do have, we give back to the foreign race, the first chance that we get. Do you bear witness to this reality? Yeah. Have you noticed that the black dollar doesn't stay in the community long enough? As you can see, we work for someone else. But it's all about who we give the money to. Now, what do you suppose is the reason for this phenomenon? I would tell you what exactly is going on. There is very little there there is very little production taking place within the confines of our community, right? This means that we might buy a product produced by us and immediately after the transaction, the black supplier cannot rely on his community to produce that which he or she needs to keep the black dollar circulating. So that means it's Well, basically what you just said, we're not buying enough from our own people. Yeah, we're not buying and spending enough within our own communities. The average community that is not black or Spanish will have their dollars circulate at least seven times before it leaves the grips of its community. Economics, with the exclamation point. This is the science that will establish the momentum that we have long yearned for in our so-called black community. We will not be able to save ourselves by trying to build a community that we don't own. We must make a mass exodus out of that which we call the hood or the ghetto. Mm. Crap, I broke the page. 
Yeah, I was. <laughs> He also talks how being black doesn't mean that you have to like always be black, be pro-black all the time in certain situations. Like, for example, everybody likes it is um, unpopular, popular opinion. You can't talk about white people killing us if y'all doing the same thing to each other. But when you say that, it sounds so anti-black. But in a sense, if you really think about and look at the statement that I said, it's actually a pro-black statement. I'm not saying that you guys can't fight for the injustice that white people give us. That's what I'm expecting you to. But in the same stance, I'm not expecting you to fight for the injustice that other people are doing to our people. And you're not fighting for the injustice that our people are doing to our people. Let's put it in an economic sense, right? You can't so, talk about us. You can't get mad because this person is spending, is doing this and that. You can't tell nobody what to do with their money when you're not doing the same thing. Like, for example, you're, if people want to be really technical with it, all these pro-black people. It's probably broke. No. All these pro-black people are still shopping at white people-owned stores. They, they probably wouldn't even need to tell you a black-owned restaurant in their neighborhood. You can't, you, 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 uh, you can't choose when you want to accept your culture, especially right. when it comes to well, you econ. Can. You can, but you can't but I hear you though. I hear you though. I accept it on this end and not accept it on this end. That, it seems very hypocritical. You're gonna fight for the injustice that white people oh, are. What the? They stopped on the green light. Cause they're stopped over there and they're trying to figure out why. Like let's say. You're fighting for the injustice that white people are giving us, but they're still putting white money in them same white people's hands. Say it like this, right? You, um, you have a plethora of money. You have that Rolls Royce. You got expensive cars. You got a lot of money. You're not going to want to live with the same people who look like you, knowing that they're going to try to kill you or try to take your money or damage your cars or take your cars from but you. But you would rather live in the neighborhood with people who think the only way that you got the stuff that you got is by selling drugs? I would say... You would live in a neighborhood where the crime rate is crime rate is low. A good school district. The police aren't that bad. And the people have some common sense. So if you can get all those things in your community or neighborhood, you should probably move there. You should move to a place based off of logistics and mathematics and science, not based off of what you feel in your heart. But if we're being logical, the world don't run like that. The world don't run just off of mathematics and logistics. And if the world ran like that, it would be probably an easier world. But the world don't run just off of that. The world does run off of emotions and here the moment decisions and hormones and shit like that. 
I know where you're coming from. So every time we do this, someone comes. Hey, All right, so we continue this conversation. What was we just talking about? Oh yeah. Living in the neighborhoods. So this book says, right? I'm gonna read two chapters. I mean, two paragraphs. Now, many people will say, brother, polite. Now that you have little money, the first thing you decided to do is move out of the community. Of course, this is the first thing that I decided to do. The frequency of the people is at an all-time low in the lower-income communities. That's true. We have to evade the evil clutches of the so-called black community that is not ran by blacks at all and allow ourselves to regroup and come up with an effective plan of action. This is what I have done, and now I know what we must do. What must we do is the biggest question that has plagued our community for quite some time. Yet the answer has always been right in front of us. We must erect a model community of our own, one where the laws of the land will be respected because the people have confirmed amongst each other the way of life in which they choose to live. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to read from that book. Yeah. I feel like there's just so many things that just need to change. Now, do I, I can say this. Very few people frequent the lower, lesser neighborhoods, but that's also, I feel like part of it is also a mentality kind of thing. Yeah. Like when you go to the projects, even the, even the name the projects gives it a bad stigmatism. Why don't affordable living? Income based living, like the name itself. Because they're, a, they're project based neighborhoods. But that's what I'm saying. Even the name itself gives it a bad taste in of a bad stigma. And then it's just a lot of mentality is uh, is, is a lot of things. Like you go in there, you go into the projects, and you. This is just me personally growing up from in the projects to be visiting and everything like that. Yeah. When you think projects, the first thing you think of is dirty, stink, roaches, all of that. But why <laughs> is that? Because that's what. Because that's how people live. In the pro but why? People don't want to change. It's, a menti it's also better. a mentality thing. Like, like that's that's where the mentality thing comes into. People don't want to change. People, don't. if you continue to let the bad connotation that is associated with wherever you're living at continue, then you're also part of the problem. Like you don't. That's why they're trying to do this whole gentrification shit and all this stuff. Like they're trying to say it's gonna help the economy by moving in, gentrifying everything, letting people who already live there. What do you mean you know, that's why they're trying to gentrify? Because people don't want to live better? No, they're trying to gentrify to force people into a better way of living. So they figure if we tear all this stuff down. I like how you worded that, a better way of living. If we tear all this stuff down and then build it back up, there's no reason why it shouldn't maintain 
the status of the way we just built it because it's brand new. Like most people, the excuses that they give in the projects is the buildings is old. That's why this and this and and that's part of the reason because the buildings are old. But it's also because the way you guys carry yourselves, the way you guys just handle yourselves on a basis. So now they're saying, okay, we're gonna take out the excuse that the buildings are old. Now explain to us what happens, why what happens happens. We give you guys brand new buildings brand new everything and the same thing happens it's not the buildings it's the community it's the people it's their mindsets right and that's what they're trying to get the that's what they're trying to get out of everybody but people are so so quick to get offended and so quick to catch attitudes and be defensive mm-hmm. that they don't want to listen they always think that someone's trying to tear you down or break you down or throw shots at especially you. Especially them Christians. Right. No, not everything is meant to be a shot. Not everything is meant to be offensive. Not everything is meant for you to take offensive or for you to feel like you had to be on defense on. Some things are just meant to listen. Like, just shut up and listen. Like, I, had, I tried to have this conversation before where, and I was told that I was being what they call an Ori. <laughs> No. Who you try to have this conversation with, the friend? My family. Mm-hmm. Oh. I got called the Oreo, and then I got called what's the what's the what's the um where what's the thing where you a black person under control of the white people? A coon. That. Uh, not an uncle, like a Sambo. Oh, uh, Uncle Sam. Yeah, they tried to call me Uncle Sam. Mm. And I said, why? Because I'm saying a statement that you guys don't like or agree with. I'm saying that part of the reason things are the way they are is because you guys let them get the way they are. You guys let them put you in this, well, not you guys, us as, we, a, yeah. as, as a community, black people, we let other races, ethnicities, religion, all of that, we let them put us in this little box, in this little bubble, and for so long that we feel like we have to stay in this box or this bubble that we can't right. break out Get out, out the it. box and contemplate in the circle. Right. Like, they, we, like, we're supposed to just be in this, like, cage, locked away, and this is as far as our potential reaches. And because we've gotten so accustomed to living like that, that's how we live. It's hard to get out of that mentality. And then, but then you have those individuals who try to get out that mentality, try to get out of that kind of box and stuff and venture outside and then what do you do you tear them down you make them feel like they aren't like they think that they're better that they're this that you give them all these ideologies in their head when that's not what it was to begin with it was literally i'm trying to make our people better and you're like you can be okay with being content and stuck (laughs) in all of that but i'm not and because i'm not okay with that yeah i'm wrong I, like I told you, I had a conversation with my cousin where I told her I refused to raise my daughter in New York. And it was such yeah. a bad thing for me to say that, and I'm trying to figure out why. You can be cont- I'm not saying there's anything wrong with raising your children in New York. Me personally, because I know what, That's rough. what life is and what it is, I'm not doing that. You can be okay and content with doing it, but why is it wrong for me to say that I'm not okay with that? I'm not content with that. That's not me trying to say I'm better than you. That's just telling you what I'm not going to settle for. 
you know what I would say in that type of situation in my head? In my head, I would be like, you know what? I am better than you just because you think that what I said offended you, that made you say I'm better than you, that makes me better than you. That's what I would say in my head. Because where did the, those words never even came out my mouth? Right. Those words never even formed their thought a thought in my head. The fact that that happened shows one the insecurities that you have as a person, yeah. individual, and two that shows where your mindset is at. Mm-hmm. And we as a people will never evolve if when we when People come with out-the-box ideas, we continue to shut them down. If black people, I just, I, I thought about this the other day. We all make fun about how Hispanics can fit about 12 motherfuckers in a car, right? Mm. We all make fun about it. How, I, was, I thought you was going to say a house. But we make fun of that too. How they can fit 14 people in a four-bedroom house yeah. and be content. Still have enough food and all that. We make fun of it all the time. They don't be content, let me tell you. They, they, they be, be upset. They have an attitude. They be upset, but you know what? They still do it, right? Yeah, they still do it. And, and our people, parents be so quick to push us out the crib, man. Exactly. Y'all be complaining about having five people in a car. They got eight people in a stroller, in a four-door. Mm. Like and a little if, sedan, yeah. If we, if the way certain communities oh, work together with each other, if the black community were to do the same thing, we would be so we would be so powerful, so just amazing, evolved, everything. But because, but we for some reason can't put the pettiness. We can't put. The arguments, we can't put the, the stupid BS to the side to come together as a community. You had Hispanics built, helping each other build a, they help each other, you, Hispanics help each other fucking cross borders. They help them, each other do illegal shit. Okay, and we can't even give our, we can't even give our family a fucking dollar. They be crossing state borders. Or give it back. Right, or give it back. Like, it's it's crazy. Black people have this crab in a barrel mentality now. Because back in the day when black people were doing things for themselves, they were always shut down and wanted to be accepted by the dominant society, which are the uh, white supremacists. What what really kills, what, what boggles my mind is us as a community, we bring our children up to... Don't take, um, don't take no for an answer. Be your own person. Do this, do that. The ideologies that we teach our children, right? Mm-hmm. But we don't follow them ourselves in everyday life. Not everybody. How can you tell your child to go out there and be confident in whatever they have to say? But but she ain't trying to show them how to do it. No, no. You tell your child to go out there, be confident, speak like with power and authority in their voice. Mm-hmm. But you have a work presentation. You want you want to be up for a raise. But you don't have that same mentality to go to your boss and ask him, what do you need me to do? But you expect a six-year-old to stand up in the front of the class and give a whole speech. But you as a 40-something-year-old can't ask your boss, what do I need to do to get a better raise? It'd be the simple shit. It don't always have to be big stuff. It's, it'd be the simple stuff. And that bo- that boggles me in itself. 
Another thing that boggles me, you come off a bus. You come off the bus with an iPhone, brand new iPhone, twelve hundred dollar iPhone. Still talking about that? <laughs> yes, because it really boggles me the priorities that people have. How you're coming off a bus, but you got a brand new phone, a twelve hundred dollar phone at that. And it's not like, oh, I drove my my car to the bus stop and then got on the bus to save gas. No, I took the bus from my apartment building, from my project apartment building, to come down to, to come wherever I went. But I got the brand new iPhone. I'm not thinking about. That goes back to what we were talking about the economics. Like, why didn't you? The money you just spent on that iPhone, right? Because you still, most people financing it. You got some people that really. But you want to know why? But all the things you could have did with your money, why did you spend it on that? I'll tell you. At the beginning, black people first came out of slavery, building, doing things for themselves. They wanted to be accepted by the white dominant society. They told them no because you're doing things for yourself and we don't like that. So we're going to burn down your towns, burn down your Tulsa, Oklahoma's, burn down your Wall Street's. And leave you with nothing. So then they came back and said, well, you know what? Maybe we won't do that, but we want to work for you, make a living, and uh, have our head up high and say we got our dignity. They said, well, no, now you're being too uppity. So we can't accept you, and we have white-only unions now. And they said, okay, well, if we can't do that, then I'll just hang out on the street corner. I'll just drink a beer, go home, and watch TV. What do you see on TV? Negative images, negative image, negative image, negative image. And it wears down on you after a while. Then you it's get oh crap. Then it gets in your DNA. It gets in your DNA, and that's what you start doing for generation to generation. And people have been like this. People have been millionaires. You've seen black millionaires as much as you've seen black poor people too. And it's a mentality that we really do have to get out of, but we have to do it as a community, and there can't be one leader. Like Martin Luther King and Malcolm X, there can't be one leader. It has to be a everybody's own. It has to be a everybody's thing, but everybody's so busy fighting and arguing with each other yeah. that you can't, you can't do nothing. It's not that we can't do nothing, it's just that people don't know what to do, I think. People, <clears throat> I think humans in by nature <clears throat> were programmed with this whole like kind of this distant relationship on this struggling relationship on do they respect authority or do they not? And I think where that disconnect relationship comes from is what our main problems with trying to, with trying as a community to come together. Because you don't, it's always, why do I have to listen to this person? Or whose boss do you think you are? Or whose mother did you, or you didn't birth me, I didn't come out your Like, instead of, they have a really good idea. How about we take a minute and just listen to what they're saying? Before we, before we get smart out the mouth and ask them who they think they are, how about we just listen to what they're saying? Right, it's called TTP, and it's also called TTMP. 
you learn that in New York. Talk to people and talk to more people. After you talk to people, you talk to more people. That's how you learn. Where? That one where the curtains keep moving. Curtains keep moving? On the top or on the middle? Right here in the middle, right above the leasing. Right above the leasing? Right above the, where it says the overlook, the apartment yeah. that's right there. I don't see the blinds moving. You don't see the curtains and everything? I see it. I see the wind blowing it. No, the blinds were just scrunched up like a motherfucker. Mm. Ah, it must be nice to have a balcony. A small one. Eating burgers and drinking the water, it does feel good. I want to know how I put my equipment back in the oh, oh. You didn't know the black person invented um, dry cleaning. She didn't know a black person invented dry cleaning. She knew that black women were the first women to invent beauty products, but she didn't know like the depth. Like, like she knew Madam C.J. Walker, but she didn't know like. Yeah, she did make those products. She like so many. That's why it's so easy for black women now to make home remedies, to make all that stuff. One, it's in our DNA. The Indians used to do. When, they didn't have anything else. They had to use nature to survive and find out how to heal with nature, where natural remedies came from. But she didn't know either. And I was like, how didn't you know that black women created all of this stuff? And she was like, because they try to demean black women. I was like, yeah, because look, we're the epitome. Like, I told her about the lady who was born with the cancer fighting cells, how she was a black woman. And she was like, what? I said, she, it's a line of, it's a cancer, um, it's a line of drugs that specifically they, they harvested what was in her DNA and they now use it in a lot of the drugs that they use to fight all cancers. Her, it won't, what they're trying to figure out is why it won't kill the cancer cells completely like it did hers, but I believe it's because of the way her blood runs. So, but it helps decrease, it helps like, fight the cancer cells so you can go back into remission. So some people hit remission, some people, they live longer than their expected was because of her blood. And I was like, yep, black people literally be saving the world, super, real life superheroes. Black people made the telephone too. If we had the blueprints that Graham, Alexander Graham Bell, and Thomas Edison are thieves. Two of the biggest thieves back in the day. He's stealing everyone's ideas. Thomas Edison didn't make the first light bulb. Louis Latimer did. That's what, that's what history says. Louis Latimer was a black guy with glasses. And yet, all these people still remain celebrities and famous people. After you, the, that's the crazy part. After you debunk the truth about what really happened, things that really have gone on, you still, and 
history debunked and all that. But you know what's crazy? How long ago did we find that out? That the black person invented the light bulb? Because I can tell you right now, in school, they were still telling me Thomas Edison did. In school to this day, they still telling them Thomas Edison did. But if y'all have already debunked that history, why do you guys keep giving out false history? This is where the white people, this is, we were talking about egos and arrogance earlier. This is where white people get their sense of arrogance from. Because you know what you're saying is wrong, and yet you continue to say it. Like, we all know Christopher Columbus didn't discover America. Why are you still telling people he did? Because they don't know. No. I don't know. Right. Like, if you well, know something is wrong, and you as an educator are supposed to be teaching the younger generations and da 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 if you know what's wrong, why would you give them false information? Well, I would say to keep people asleep. If they say what the truth is, then people will But then when a student comes back to you and rebuttals the information you gave them, then they're being defiant, they're being disrespectful. Yeah, they're being they're going to them and not the government. So they're going to the wrong person anyways. They're no. going to the scarecrow, not the human. The government didn't tell me Thomas Edison created the light bulb. You did, Miss Banks. No. The government runs the school system. So we have to keep that in mind. The government runs the state now. It's, we're not sovereign citizens right now. Even though we're supposed to be sovereign citizens, and then it's supposed to be a sovereign the state. government tells the school system that they have to come up with a lesson plan. That by the end of the year, this is the stuff that's going to be on the SOL, so this is the stuff that they need to cover it. However they see fit to cover it, this is the information that students need to know. That's what the government does. Now, the teacher in itself comes up with, how do I get this information across to the students? Mm -hmm. Hold on. Thank you for calling Metro. How can I help you? It's the teacher's job to then go and say, how am I going to explain and get this information across to these students? Now, it is your job as an educator to educate. Why would you do it? Why would you falsely educate? That's your job. No, your job is to educate. The definition of educate, I'm gonna look it. But you gotta remember, if they fail the SOL, schools don't get accredited. And then they'll be out of a job and they won't have nowhere to live. Educate, give intellectual, moral, and social instruction to somebody, someone else, especially a child, typically at a school or university. So, if I'm giving you 14 years of my life that I have to because the law says that I do, right? Why would you, for 14 years, teach me the wrong thing? And then, when I ask you questions about it, or I went and researched it on my own, and it said this, this, and this, you argue back with me, I'm wrong, I'm this one, and on honesty, I'm right. But you don't want to, you don't, it is so hard, <laughs> right, you don't want to acknowledge that. Like, it's so hard for people to admit when they're wrong or when someone else is right that you rather just make, you rather catch an attitude about it and be defensive about it instead of just accepting you're right. 
I'm wrong. And what do we do now? Honestly, if enough people, yeah, enough people, yeah. If enough people wanted to, we got them statues down, didn't we? Because enough people wanted that. If enough people wanted it, the education system can be could be corrected. And now would be the easier time, the easiest time than anything, because most schools aren't using textbooks anymore. So everything in them textbooks is null and void. Most schools are doing online, which has access to a lot more information. You're more likely to be called out now than you were back then. And then when you're called out, what do you do? If a, te if a student, for example, you just said, who created the light bulb? Louis Latimer. Louis Latimer. <clears throat> now, we're taught that Thomas Edison did, right? Yeah. If you wrote down on a paper, who created the, the light bulb? And I put Louis Latimer, right? Would I be wrong? Yeah, you would be wrong. Because this, cause the book said I was, right? <laughs> yeah. But in all reality, I'm not wrong. I'm 100% I'm truthful. But because the book said I'm wrong, I'm wrong? Yeah. And that's how you, that's how you teach kids nowadays? Yeah. No. That's oh, why most people well, homes no, that's why most people homeschool their kids. That's why a lot of people are going to homeschooling their kids because they're not getting the right information in the educational system. Yeah. That's what right there teaches us to be ignorant. <clears throat> because they're not feeding us the right information. The information you are feeding us is fucked up. The information you should be feeding us, you're not feeding us. Like it's a catch twenty two. We're damned if we do, we're damned if we don't. I definitely want to start a group, though, of just uh, people talking, talking facts, maybe going to the community, doing some things, and trading. should know we don't know what we don't know we should and the shit that we do is not real you know that's uh tv show lone ranger this is him they say he brought over 300,000 wanted people and he beat up his master and ran away <laughs> uh, said he beat him up <laughs> Look, Thanks, Bass Reeves. Yeah. And then this guy, this guy right here, this man been fixing phones and doing things like that for a couple of years. They say he's like a beast at what he does. Right here. Oh wow, that's my eye. Bad picture though. What the heck? 
shows my old address on here. Oh shit, wait a second. Hold on. Go back. Did you see that? See what? Even though I know it's not